0: I used burnout and anxiety as a motivator. I didn't realize it was a motivator because I felt like I was in a rut, but it motivated me to ask God for help. And that's actually all I could do is ask for help. Let burnout be a motivator for you too. If the only thing you can do is say a small prayer, God help me, then do that. And maybe you already have. Maybe that's how you found me. I'm glad you're here.
1: Down your face reaching for something, someone to embrace. In, um,
0: pain. Welcome to sobriety checkpoint. I'm your host, Felicia Hermley. I'm a twelve-step returned therapist, I'm married, and I have two littles under five. I grew up in church, but I didn't find Jesus or understand grace until I found the rooms in 2011. I love Jesus, but have had my fair share of struggling with church culture and religion. I know what it's like to be stuck in a restless, irritable, and discontent rut, drunk and sober. I know the mom guilt that says, this is what you wanted, why aren't you happy? In this podcast, you're going to find solutions to imposter syndrome, perfectionism, and that critical inner voice, as well as transparent and authentic conversations about navigating life and mental health and sobriety. If you're ready to discover your true identity so you can experience peace in life, then welcome to Sobriety Checkpoint. It's time for that desperately sought-after solo target run. Grab your keys and let's go for a drive. There's no judgment or breathalyzer at this sobriety checkpoint.
1: Founded by the beauty of it all. Recognize I was always destined to fall into the deepest dark. We are Stronger than we think we are so fight and show your strength
0: life is full of transitions change just keeps happening nothing stays the same this is a really great thing to remember when things are hard and it's really a good thing to remember when things are going really well too when things are going really well to be able to stay in the moment recognize gratitude and even during the hard times being able to stay stay grateful stay grateful that the hard times won't last forever that things will always change if you work towards doing something different one of the things that seems to be a pattern is that there needs to be at times enough pain to decide to make changes, enough pain and enough desperation. In the last episode, I talked about um, feeling really burned out, um, feeling angry, anxious, and being full of mom guilt. I talked about connecting with someone that took me through the steps, and something that was interesting about going through this process, you know, having this desperation needing something to change and then building this relationship with with someone that was amazing was lovely um and someone that had you know different you know different faith than me is that you know I thought that I was going into this for a solution I thought I was going into this for um emotional sobriety for some relief and the cool thing is is that through this process um God taught me some lessons. He taught me some lessons about, about people, about others being, um, you know, his creation, no matter what, like no matter what the differences are. You know, we're we're all created in his image. I mentioned that in the last at the end of the last episode. And it's just really cool that, you know, I went into this wanting one thing and then ending up getting lessons that I wasn't expecting. And this was something that really helped with my emotional sobriety for um, a good amount of time. And then the pandemic hit. And this was a transition that we all went through. You know, every single person that is listening to this right now, you know, we all we all went through our own transition during this period of time. So as you know, everything ended up online. So many people ended up working from home. I sort of had a hybrid model where I was in person and working at home. But my in-person time, you know, in in the clinic that I was working at, even though I was going in person, there really weren't very many patients coming in person. So it was still pretty lonely, pretty isolating, pretty tiring, exhausting, just because there was no of like exciting interactions with with other people. So for me this was the perfect breeding ground for depression. And during during this year I joined the group of people who became parents to babies that could wear a onesie that said my parents didn't keep social distancing. Um <laughs> so it's 2020, I'm depressed, now I'm pregnant again and I'm nervous about my anxiety being worse with two kids. I, of course, was excited about this also. This is definitely something that I wanted. It's something that we were planning on. And of course, you know, just the realities of mental health, of depression, of anxiety, you know, it just was a, something that I was nervous about. Because at this point, I also realized after the fact that I had postpartum anxiety, I didn't know that I had it the first time. So now, you know, there was thoughts of, you know, how am I supposed to go back to work? How am I supposed to work full time? Have my son in daycare? Where was my daughter going to go? You know, hoping that my mom could help out with her again. You know, just a lot of different thoughts going on. And of course, once again, you know, a lack of emotional sobriety and burnout. My doctor ended up putting me out on maternity leave early. I ended up getting an extra few weeks before my daughter was born. And during this period of time, I was able to get some time to myself, time where I you know was able to focus on on my relationship with my higher power. My son was still going to daycare during this time, which also, I felt really guilty about. I felt guilty that I was on maternity leave. I was taking time for myself and still dropping him off at daycare. I definitely had a lot of mom guilt around that. Tried to, you know, tell myself that it was okay to take this time for myself. Um, I'm really glad that you know I still did it. I was able to get some time with him. That was unexpected as well. You know, there was a few days where. I just kept him home. We went to go do some some fun things together, and one of those things was was going to an aquarium. We went to an aquarium. This was when things just started opening back up again in twenty twenty one on the way to the aquarium. I was on the verge of a panic attack. This was another big transition for me. Yes, the panic attack was a transition because of this panic that I was experiencing, I ended up deciding, okay, I, let's see if there's a podcast I could listen to. And I searched for a podcast to um, help with my anxiety. I think I just searched for anxiety in in the podcast app. And I came across a podcast that that day gave me a little bit of relief to my anxiety. It set me on a journey to really help quite a bit with my anxiety, and then I got a curveball, right? I would say that this was a big turning point in what was next for my life. There was a series of events that happened after my daughter was born that I won't go into detail right now about, but what I ultimately decided was to leave my full-time job, at the county and start my own private practice. So you might be wondering, what is the point of all of this? Let burnout be a motivator. If the only thing you can do is say a small prayer, God, help me, then do that. The first burnout that I mentioned led to desperation, which led to seeking a way out of the anxieties I was experiencing to get some relief or contentment. The surprise here was a lesson in connection and the beautiful reflection of God that we all have. The second burnout led to panic. I once again was seeking a way out of the anxiety I was experiencing to get some relief. And once again, a surprise. Felicia, you're starting your own business. And now, Felicia, you're starting a podcast. If you didn't hear anything else in this episode, first off, Thanks for still listening and not shutting me off yet. But second, hear this. There are surprises everywhere. You might be thinking you're here to find some relief from your anxiety, and I believe that you will get that relief. But also, there's something more. I don't know what that something is for you, but for me, in this moment, my something more is you. My journey toward emotional sobriety has led me here, to you, to pass on what I've been given because you can't keep it unless you give it away. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you heard something you were able to relate to. Before you go, please subscribe to my channel and leave me a review. I'd love to connect with you and would be super excited to hear from you. Shoot me an email at hello at sobrietycheckpoint.co. I'll see you back here on your next target run. Until next time.
1: We are... Stronger than we think we are So fight And show Your strength Letting grace from our God Letting grace from our God Letting grace from our God Oh Letting grace from our God